With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome to Five Things, the podcast where we bring on my favorite funny people and we ask them five things. I'm your host, Rosh Abdullah. Five Things is presented by Bad Dog Theater. Bad Dog Theater is a Toronto comedy school and improv theater devoted to unscripted performance. They host classes and shows in person and online. Check out baddogtheater.com to get tickets or enroll in class today. Five Things. It's a classic improv warm-up game. You know it by now. We're going to ask someone to state five things from a category. Any category I get to pick, so they're <laughs> they're in trouble. Uh, and uh, today's guest that we're going to ask five things is... Christian Smith. Welcome, Christian. Woo, thank you for having me, Roche. Comedian, writer, everything, all around badass, Christian Smith, and newly father, new father. Newly which is father. Newly fathered. Um, I don't <laughs> know how you feel about that, but I'm today's theme is you being a dad. How does that sound? That sounds great. <laughs> Are you sick great. of it? I am not sick of it. I'm a new father. If I was sick of it by now, I need to check myself. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Because all I want to talk about is your baby. And uh, I think I just think it's because I think it's wild. Like, I think it's so incredibly just uh, ridiculous that you could one day be like uh, a person and then the next day you are in charge of uh, a thing. And also like that that per- that little being didn't exist one day and then the next day it just does. And now that's going to be a I, I just can't I cannot grasp my head around it. I know it's so commonplace. I know this happens every day. But babies blow my mind. So the quite the warm up I have for you before the uh, actual questions, which is still going to be about all about children, is <laughs> what? Okay, so what are five things you're going to tell your kid when they ask you what the meaning of life is? Oh my God, do I do this fast? No, no, no. Take your <laughs> take your time. <laughs> okay, like five. five, five, five. Oh my God. What the meaning of life is? Yeah, take your time. I know. One day, one day, Whoa. your child is also. Let's let's. Uh, it's a it's a girl, right? Yeah. Yeah, you have a baby girl. And what's her name? Her name is Amara. Amara. Okay, Amara's going to grow up. She's going to be really smart. She's going to have questions. She's going to be a really curious little kid. And she's going to come up to you and be like, uh, Papa, what? <laughs> she better call me Papa. <laughs> yeah. What, what's, what's the deal? What's this all about? Why am I here? What's the point? Whoa. Okay. One thing. I know, not your average five things, am I right? It's such like a, I also don't want to screw it up. Okay, uh, I'm imagining you're her right now. You can right change now. the answer if, if later on no, she does No, I have to get it right. This. I have to get it yeah. right right now until she asks me. And I have to I have to send her this podcast or make her listen to this podcast when she's able to understand. Um, okay, so one thing, uh, meaning of life is to um, um, have fun. Yeah, yeah. Have I fun think so. with your life and find joy. Um, explore and um, discover. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, make connection. Yes. And I, I think with any 
living creature, right? Like not just humans, but like connect, connect with living beings. Um, um, love things. Oh. Um, and I think I did four, right? Yeah, it was four. four, yeah. And those are ba four big ones. So what are you gonna big, end? Yeah, oh those God. are the four. Those are really the four. <laughs> those are the four, right? And then I think this one can be like a throwaway, like a, a fun. Yeah, extra. like like play basketball or something. Um, I mean, uh, <laughs> play, no. play ball. Ball is life. And ball is life. Can I swear? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, uh, just fucking take risks. Like take Ooh. take like chances. You know, like I feel like that's like that to me. And I think all of that enveloped in all of that enveloped in be um, kind. All of oh. that is just enveloped is to just be kind to people. I love that. Those are your great dad award already. You did it. Those, those <laughs> truly are the five. That's what it's all about. Honestly, it's about discovering. It's about loving. It's about making connections, enjoying life and playing ball. <laughs> playing and, playing ball. and ball is life. Well, ball's always been life and she's got to know that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's uh, uh, Mars in uh, good hands. I love that. She's going to have a great, great life. I uh, I like to read um, Reddit posts asking kind of questions like that and like people who've had near-death experiences, like what has changed for them? Um, because the, I think that's like people who have had near-death experiences in some form, sometimes they're like, okay, I've my worldview has shifted mm. and I see things differently or I, my values have changed. Um, and I remember specifically one person said that they were, it, whatever was happening, the near death experience, they were with a coworker and it was a coworker that everyone hated, just didn't like. And they said that, uh, right before, so they survived obviously, but like the last thought that they had was like, Greg's not so bad. <laughs> and then after that, they just had like compassion and forgiveness for everyone. Just like nothing seemed to matter. Mm. Um, so I think uh, I think that's life. I think uh, like what you said about like taking risks. It's like you gotta you gotta take the risks. You gotta have a near death experience and then and then change your way of view. Not care after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So my first question then is, um, how is it so far being a dad? Sounds like you're having a good time. Sounds like you like it. I love being a dad. I could cry just thinking about being this little thing's dad oh. it is so um it is, it is nothing from what you prepared it, you think you know i read all these books i listened to all these podcasts i talked to parents and when you meet her you're like what the heck like your life your life like not only changes but it like it immediately immediately everything changes so so i guess the question is what's it like being a dad it's the best it's the best feeling it, it's the best feeling for me and i would describe it like this i would describe it like i thought i knew what love was like i've been in relationships in my past like romantic relationships mm -hmm. and friendship relationships that I absolutely unadulteratedly love these people. Like I've loved and I have best friends that I love and my parents I love, but the love I have for my child is like this vicious, Whoa. like I didn't know what love was until I met my child. I feel, like, I feel like it reinvented love for me where I have this vicious love for her where I would kill for her and also <laughs> die for her. I'd be like, I would do anything. So I feel like I've learned a lot about what like love is simply wow. by having 
her. Like I miss her right now. <laughs> oh, I love. Oh, okay, I'm so glad you're so into the this theme because I I love it. I have so many questions. I'm so curious. That's so interesting because I feel like my number. I I don't know what love is. Uh, that sounds like a sad, but I I've had sad. I've experienced love. And I've, I have like, you know, platonic loves. I have French, mm -hmm. I have friends I love to death and uh, would die for. And I have, I've had relationships and I, but I, I'm like, was that love? And, um, and I, I the fact that I'm always kind of like, I don't know, like I remember being in a relationship and it's kind of uh, towards the end of it where I was really questioning it and being like, I don't know if this is how I'm supposed to feel. Like, I just don't know if it's faded or if it's, mm. if I never felt it or what. And I remember, you know, them sleeping in the bedroom and me up in a, the living room at 2 a.m. typing uh, what is love reddit on google just because i was so i was just like i don't know and list, trying to find out from strangers so for you to say like fully you know for sure you're like this is the love and it's for my the love i have for my child is like the end all be all love that's the question i've had so the fact that there is like an answer out there is wild but it but also that it's that's what people say right it's like when you have a kid it just it changes everything yeah, it's it. That's such an interest. And again, I I don't know if that's like the answer, but to me, that's like the that's the answer to a question I didn't even know I had. It's like I think I again I so viscerally love my friends, like where I love them, where like they are my people. I love my I, my especially my partner now, but I loved my girlfriends in the past or my partners in the past, and I love my parents and my siblings and their kids. But it's like it's like a white hot heat it's like this like wow. like this like crazy, it sounds scary it's scary it is it is it feels like um there's there's like there's like um not it's the risk to it it just feels like there's like so much at stake <laughs> yeah okay. also because i'm also in charge of her life and i'm also yes. in charge of her like well-being and growing up and helping her become the person she wants to be you know so it's like yeah. so much pressure but it's truly learning the world like as we speak i remember being in a bus one time yeah. and a kid like pointed at like a the tires on a car or something like that and it, it was like to their dad like what's that and the dad was just like explaining everything and I was, in my head i was yeah. like you don't know what a tire like it's like no they don't they truly don't know like you they're every time people like kids ask a million questions it's because like they're discovering the world right now like there's so many things and they have no idea what it is it's so much sensory overload and they're yeah. constantly like what's that what's that what does this mean what does that mean i guess you just have to like good for you for being an improviser but you're gonna have to answer questions at all thing. yeah answer like, all time don't you feel like you're learning stuff too like every day and, and like as like what's this oh i didn't know what that word even what that word meant what this what this kind of relationship is it's like we're still learning imagine them yeah like i remember being in the kitchen one day with her and i was like and this is a sink a sink how do i describe it it holds water water how do i describe water yeah it's something you need for your life need how do i describe yeah. Need? yeah yeah like it's just there's no there's no end to discovery and i'm like whoa okay okay i need to be patient with everything yeah truly yeah and i guess like even though uh, you think about it it's like how kids pick up language and then they just mm. understand it it's like how does that even work but it just does i remember asking my mom when i was a kid when i was watching arthur and they he said the word sort of and I'd never heard that before. And I went to my mom and I was like, what does sort of mean? And she's just like, uh, <laughs> like you're going to have to answer. You're going to figure out everything. One thing you did say that struck me was you were like, I, you know, you could read as many books as you can. You can ask as many people, but you're just never fully prepared. 
what are some things that have surprised you so far that you just didn't expect you weren't prepared for? Um, that you, at the, that the beginning you, you think you're in love with them and then it just grows every day. Whoa. Um, you think you were like, Oh yeah, great. You, you, uh, something that surprised me is, um, a birth parent, um, the, the, the strength, <laughs> like the power of people who give birth is insane. <laughs> it is I've never seen anything stronger. I've never seen anything more powerful. Oh, so you saw it. You like watched it happen. Oh, I had front row seats. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was ready. I was like, yeah. no, backstage pass. I want it all. Were you scared? Yeah. I yeah, was, you can, I guess you can't really do anything. You're just like watching this person in helpless. terror, pain, I, and you I, just have to sit there and be like, uh. And I wasn't sitting there. I was chips. like involved. I was like holding things. And I was Damn. like, I was very much hands on. It sounds crazy, but like. Did you get your you, hand squeezed? What did you, did she squeeze your hand? Oh yeah. Did it, how, okay. One to 10. How, uh, how hard pain, was that? Uh, I don't, I, I, I was out. I didn't even think about it. I was like, I wasn't even thinking about what I was feeling. I was just like, so present. I actually don't remember. My hand was fine after. So I Birth guess it was hard for you too. Bert, yo, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I am, I viscerally like know that it's not about me. <laughs> yes, yes. I so to the end of my being knows birth is not about me. How is it for you though? But but it okay? was hard for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I know I'll tell you that now because wow. we're talking about it. But mm -hmm. anytime I think about it, like my my narrative, even in my own head, is does not come close to the top of my of that. Right. Day, you know, it's it's my it's her mom, the baby's mom, the baby. Then maybe like my, my like the family and the, like I'm in there, but I don't like I. It was all it was all about them, and it needed to be, and it was so so powerful to me for to even to share in that moment. It is crazy. <laughs> There's nothing like it. Yeah, and yeah, I do want to really shout cool. out your uh, partner because I do want to exclaim like all these questions are uh, obviously geared for towards you mm. and how you feel and how, but like of course shout out to the birth parent and like doing all the work. We just it's just I have you here, and so we don't mm -hmm, want to totally. ignore oh, that the 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 work because also I was talking to someone and they were saying how like there's just things that they don't tell pregnant women you have to go through so uh, like I my mom when she came from a different time in a different country she grew up in Iraq and so when she was pregnant she didn't even know where babies came from I had no sex education so she was already pregnant and she didn't know how the where how how it happens um and but it and that sounds crazy but like that kind of stuff kind of still exists today even in Canada where someone was just telling me that they just don't talk about like postpartum hair loss or, or things that happen so so common uh, and then birth parents will be like, am I dying? And they're like, no, this is common. Just no one ever talks about it, but this happens all the time. Like it's wild that it's not like not only your body is changing, your mental health is changing, everything's changing, but you just expect it to pop one out and then go about as if everything is like, uh, like nothing has changed and everything has changed. Absolutely. Everything has changed. Like speak to the bravery of your mom of not knowing and being like, I'm walking in truly dark. And like doing like the like the, the strongest thing you could do, like the most intense thing a human can do, 
But she didn't even know that that was the case, right? Like the no, that's what I mean is no one even told her that yeah. that was what's going to happen. And then natural birth, 12 pound me comes out. And I'm like, how do you, how, and then she never had a kid wow. again after <laughs> she She's had, like, um, we're still not on speaking terms. Uh, no, <laughs> I was the, I was the third and the last one, but I remember asking her, uh, cause it was all, she had natural births, all of them. And, uh, and wow. like, no, none of the epidurals or stuff. And I, oh and I've asked God. her about the pain and been like, how did you do it again? Like knowing that, how did you have a second child, a third child? And she said, it, she's like, there's, so, it's, it's got to be a survival instinct mm. where it's like the moment you have it, she's like, you forget the pain. Like, you know, it hurts, mm. but she's like, you just don't like it's, it's, it happens. And then it's the pain stops, in, mm. I guess, in order for you to procreate again, to have another, but, uh, that's what they told us in the, that's what they told us in the, um, after the delivery room, all the nurses were just like, oh, you're going to come back and you're going to have another one. And we're both like in shock and tra traumatized and in horror. Like, what are you talking? let us no, absolutely not never and then like they don't tell you like just the simple kind of the the, the emotional part of it Ever, we're, everyone's just talking all the smack but we're stuck in the right. pain but then you you realize now why they say that after because it's like oh yeah this feeling truly is unreplicated like you there right. so i totally understand your mom being like the pain is so temporary in that moment but that's also like speaks to like her strength and her bravery like Absolutely. it's truly the strongest i've ever seen anybody yeah like right before like okay i could imagine uh you know being in labor right before like you gotta be like what, what was she like scared i don't know just like it, to to go from not, kind of this abstract idea of like i'm gonna give birth to like right before being like or, or as even not even right before maybe there's just some points where it really hits you where you're just like oh that's gonna happen like that's gonna happen and you just have to do it like, it's just something that, uh, like, I don't know, I guess if you're like detained uh, as a hostage and you're like, I'm going to get tortured, like, I'm going to get water. I know this is going to happen. Like, that's a scary thought to be like, it's not happening now, but something's going to happen and it's going to hurt and it's going to be, I can't imagine it, but I will get through it. Like, did she ever talk about that? Being like, well, yeah, now it's yeah. hitting me emotionally. It's like, it's going to happen. I think what's what, like, what she would be okay with me saying um, and I feel comfortable saying is every single thing you think you'll feel, you will feel <laughs> every single thing you think you, you will feel, you will feel. That's so much scarier than I thought. <laughs> That's it, yeah, terrifying. It's, it's like, I just want to, yeah, it's not, it is, it is, um, the most wild experience and I've done improv. <laughs> and i am a comedian and i'm a comedian man no Gibby Bridge is... just doesn't compare <laughs> yeah to a hot thursday night at uh at um a studio full of 25 people yeah Nothing no epidurals or an open mic what's worse what's worse um no like and ultimately yeah and and, and i think every parent every parent what i what i would what I would say is like, talk to people who have had kids and you will hear them all. If they're being honest with you, they all feel all of those things, all of the, everything you think you'll feel, they feel yeah. it. Like I have not met a single birthing person who has been like, oh, I never felt that. Like it's all been all oh, of the okay. above. It's wow. like, all the feelings yeah so it's it's quite like 
quite um, community building, mm-hmm. you know, to, 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 to find other uh, uh, um, uh, people who have had kids and just yeah. talk to them about it. Like I've reached out and I find myself a pretty open, emotional person, like with my friends, but I found it very difficult to reach out to other fathers and be like, yo, I'm really fucked up about this one thing. Like I need help. I, right. I, I don't know what to do right now. I'm, I'm really stressed. I'm really bugging out about this one thing. And like, and why do you find that it's, it might be difficult? Like I can imagine uh, maybe uh, like what you were talking about with the birthing for uh, like with a birth parent, uh, first of all, to go through all that. And then one day your kid to be like, fuck you, mom. Or just like, <laughs> right? Like, I don't want to do, I'm not going to do it. I'd be like, oh my God. Like you just want to like, Ugh. but to it, I think that would be like a natural feeling to have to you just want to like sh- shut the fuck up I, I like I pushed you out of me like you I, I get the say in this or um but it I might feel like shame or something sometimes for certain feelings I have towards my child but why do you is it is it that that's keeping you from asking questions oh, or God. no it's I think it's I think it's like like this like masculine like deeply entrenched mm. thing I have to fight against I think like I've already. Okay, so it's a, do you think it's a you thing, not like a father thing? It's a it's a Christian thing. I think a father thing as well. I okay. think the father thing is like I'm I'm willing to accept my my wildly like differentiating emotions within with my child of like frustrated some days, um, but I also know like this is just a baby and they can't help it. Like right. like they're just struggling. I I have to put my own feelings aside right now. I feel like. Um, I've, I've, I felt less like I hate you right now. It's more of like, I totally get it. This sucks, man. Yeah. To her. Um, but like the reaching out thing is, is so simply like, I've had to like overcome what I have been socialized to be for so long of like tough, uh, don't ask for help. And then when I, when I accept that, like, that is a strength of mine where I do open up emotionally. And this is like who I think I am now as a person that I'm, I'm very open about my emotions. I'm very like, that's the way I communicate. Um, I try to be very honest about my, 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 what I'm feeling. And yet I still, someone who very, very much considers himself emotionally intelligent still is like, I still succumb to like, I'll handle this one on my own. Yeah. I won't talk about this. And I have a therapist like, and I've seen the one forever. And I, and it's like, I still have to fight against those urges or those like feelings of masculinity of like, I got this. It's like yeah. so backwards. And it's like, my daughter is going to see that. It's not like I can hide anything from her ever. She's going right. to she's gonna see me better than I see me. So it's like, I have to reconcile that before she's able to learn or before she's able to identify that in me, because I don't want her to think this is what, this is like the standard of men where they're, they're they don't, they don't, um they're not open about themselves, you know? So it's like. The, the massive pressure of like reconciling it within yourself, but also wanting to be a good role model with also like not wanting to screw up also wanting to be like, just good. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. It's so, it is tough. Like, uh, you know, I, and I'm I just do shit. On, yeah. And I'm just but, a father. I'm not even that, a mom who did all of that already. And she yeah. like, like I already know my, my feelings is just not as like press pr- pressured and present as her. So it's like, huh moms out there anyway or parents no the the patriarchy affects everyone like of course men included and it's like you're expected to hold everything together and you know i've never seen my dad cry um 
because he has it's such that like that I, I'm, I'm the head of the house I have to hold everything up no one will see me struggle no one will see me uh like the only emotion I can have is anger um but then it's just like there's times where I know he's hurting or he's in pain and it's kind of like worse to not see it's it's worse to see him want to cry but hold back or oh. like because then you those are the things that stick in your head where you're, or if the, if you ever was to cry once it's like I would for sure remember that the one time yeah 100%. Or, yeah so it's it's hard it's like how much where's the line how much do you show I think about it constantly it's like at when I if I ever become a parent it's like you know what age or what's the time or where do you kind of show your because at some point kids got to be like trust you completely that you have everything and they're safe because they need that they need to know that but then there's gotta be a point where you're like you know i'm human too and everyone struggles and it's like when does that come <laughs> yeah when do you show them, when do you tell them that yeah like, you start off with like i make mistakes i'm only one voice but you also have to listen to me exclusive like it's like what is that even mm -hmm. real like it's you're and i think we're in a generation where we're constantly uh questioning the generations before us and questioning the way they've done things and like i think we're very especially in improv we're so open about talking about like uh and like and and patriarchy this and making fun of it but it's like we not far not enough do we kind of like address it within ourselves like we make we jest about it and we like we're aware of it but how often are we reconciling it and how often are we like no absolutely because the, yeah. the, i see it all the time in my male friends now with their relationship with their dad even, even if it's a great relationship but it's i think to the question it's like when when do you show that emotion that has to be at least in high school because mm. the men are just too emotionally mature at that age to be stifling it and to i think that's where like it starts to happen where it's like these kind of roles of like i like i see it all the time in my male friends now with the way that they talk about what their idea of manhood is and it's just like it's like, oh, if you had a little bit in high school, if you just like ha had seen as something a little bit different, I, I think there would have been a change because mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. going through so much emotionally, hormonally too. And it's like, you, you got to be able to cry. You got to know it's okay to cry. You got to be, you got to understand what your feel, the feelings at that time. You're just too emotionally mature um, to see a stoic statue all the time, deal with yeah. things and handling it and being like, I got this, I got this, I got this. And that's all you see. And um, or at least just seeing like your if it's a hetero, like if you have a father and you have a mother, not even it doesn't have to be hetero, but like if you have a, a mother and a father, just to see uh, a male t ask a woman for their opinion or be comforted by a woman or see like seeing how your parents working together, I just think. Anyways, it's uh, so it makes such that. an impression, but it makes it, yeah. like and you watch it and you see it all as a kid and you're like I like we are our parents are our role models, and however however that however that parenting structure looks, that's what we learn. And we're gonna be the role models of the next generation if it's our kids or people who are younger than us. Exactly. Now we're gonna take a little break and return with your guest, Christian Smith. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back with Christian Smith. So what are you most, what are you most excited for? Uh, and uh, what are you most nervous for? Oh, God. Every, why well, I don't know, why am I feeling, Roche? Every question you ask, I'm about to cry. Uh, what, what am I going through today? Maybe it's just because this is so joyful and it's like a truly, like a joyful fear. I can tell um, you, you it's, it's so, um, I have no idea. I don't have kids, but I love talking about it because it's, I, that's what, what I mean when I, when I ask this question and, and the way you're talking about it, it's like, unans- like everyone's got a different answer, but it's mm. just such an extreme of like the most love you'll ever feel, but also like pain, what you were talking about, yeah. like the risks are, are high. You know, you start, when you enter a relationship, there's always that thing in the back of you. Like, what if this ends? What if this ends? And that feels mm. so, like, I can't imagine for a child where you're like, <laughs> I have their life in my hands. Like, what if this ends poor? Like, what if they get injured? What if they get hurt? That must be around you constantly just not even being not even having your daughter in front of you to see her to see to make to, you're probably even just wondering like is she safe even though you know she is and she's in good hands you just need that constant like the feeling is always there the pressure is so high so the yeah. so what you excited for must be so exciting but what you're nervous for must be so <laughs> nervous yes yes everything you're saying is yes like what i'm excited for is like to see her just like become who she is like also if we're gonna go very micro I can't wait for her to like crawl. I can't wait for her to roll over. Like every little thing she does is so exciting. It's so stupid to think. Like I had no idea when parents talked about it before. I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds fun, man. Or nice, I guess. Like that sounds like parents talking about like, yeah, they they spit up uh, uh, on their own today. I'm like, okay, loser. I don't give a (laughs) shit. But like now I'm so like intrigued if my like my daughter's grabbing like a, a little book. She like she wasn't grabbing and now she's grabbing things. I'm like, yeah, what? So I'm micro excited for every little milestone to the extent. I'm really excited to, to see like once she starts becoming who she is, that to me, I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to just be a freaking soft man. I'm just everything she does is going to make me fall in love with her more. Um, what I'm most nervous about is um any pain she goes through mm-hmm. anything any heartbreak any physical pain any like emotional thing anything that like i've imprinted on her that has fucked her up uh but that's kind of selfish anything she goes through right. i think is what i'm most nervous about that like you know you just want to like i don't know i just like like you want to you just i just want to like make sure she's yeah. like, protected but but also to me that that can i don't want ever that to be this thing of like stifling her yeah so it's like like protect her from a distance sort of yeah. thing or just like or, or empower her from a distance but also like you can do anything but i'm also here like Aww. you can do you can be anything you want to be but if you need to fall yeah. on your net you know kind of thing like that i love that i think that's like absolutely the right way it sounds like i love the what you said empower her empower for her from a distance it's just like a, you, uh I re- um Reading about attachment types, it talks about how um, in order for a child to be able to, like what you talked about, taking risk and feeling comfortable and safe enough to do those things, to, to put themselves out there, they just have to feel safe. Like that if they, they know that something might 
it might not go down well, but they just need to feel comfortable and safe to do that. And it's just the idea that like the parent is there. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. you're not, you know, you're not even having to hold their hand or anything. It's mm-hmm. just like, I, I'm here. You're not completely alone. Do the mm-hmm. thing. Um, they just feel safe enough to do it. So that empower from a distance, I think is perfect. But then have you, so have you already started to think about like, do you know, um, have you started to think about the discussions you're going to have in the future, like dating or drinking? Have you started to already 100%. come up with what you're going to say and how you're going to deal with it and handle it? hundred percent. Her mother and I have talked about, um, about so much of this before she even came. So we, we were, we, we, I think we both really, uh, yeah, Nat and I, Nat and I both really agree on how we're going to approach a lot, like very much. And I think a big key of it is like never kind of going against each other, like never pitting the kid against one or the other. It's like kind of like meeting up like a united front. So it's not like your mother said this, your father said, it's like, mm-hmm. like that, that's played too much of a part in my life. Right. That, and I don't think it's a conducive to like the, the, the relationship I want to cultivate with my daughter. So you're I, talking I, about that in terms of like, sort of uh, like how you're going to go about things or is it like, yeah. A, like if, if you're, if you're, if Amara asks you, uh, like, what do you think happens when you die? Do you, are you saying that like you and your partner can have different opinions or do you kind of come together with one answer? Oh my God. I think in that case, it could be different opinions. We can be honest of like, you're like, we don't know, or yeah. this is what I think. This is what she thinks. And like, they're right. both like equally valid versus like being like, yeah, can I have a popsicle? Um, I would say yes, but your mother said no. Oh, so, okay. Okay. Like, okay. I don't want to like throw her ever under the bus. Like I want right. to be like, uh, let me check with your mom and then mom and I can talk. It's like, yeah, maybe I think this, maybe I can think so you can have a popsicle today. Yay. They yeah. both agreed, you know, rather than like dad's the say the yes man, mom's the no or vice versa. Like I don't right. want to like can pit the kid against one of us like that. That's not what I want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That sounds like, uh, that, yeah, I know I had that with my parents too. And it's just like, you got one chill parent, you got one not chill parent, you know who to ask and who not to ask. Totally. Right. But I'm I had agree. my mom, I remember my mom, uh, training me and being like listen if you want if you want something from your dad this is how you do it you ask for something really big he's gonna say no to and then you ask for whatever you want smaller he's gonna say yes to that because he's gonna try to make you happy so it like she would train me of how oh to get my god I, that's bad. so funny <laughs> but we do that shit we're all fucking like um susceptible to that kind of behavior and i'm like i just want to like no that's something i might do and i'd be like no christian yeah don't. so you're like, talking I, about being on the same page then uh coming like you 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 th- already know you're thinking about things that you want to talk about them and you don't have to say what the topic is but mm. have you talked about have you been like okay what happens if this happens and then kind of like disagreed with with your partner about how you want to handle it like we're talking about like uh, either dating or drinking or mm, other mm, things mm. you're saying you want to be a united front mm. but has it happened so far where you've had a discussion and you do have a, like a differences of how you want to go about it I think it, it, I think a tiny t- for sure differences, but ultimately it comes from what we grow, grew up with and what worked and what didn't work for us. So it's like, if there's something that didn't work in my, uh, um, uh, growing up and it worked for her, like I would defer to her. Mm. It's like, Oh, that I really like how that, how you turned out with that, Nat. So like, I will defer to her kind of, um, right. upbringing and, and vice versa. But ultimately I think, um, nothing too major has come up. Like we both like very much, uh, morally agree on, uh, on, uh, s- nearly everything and Mm -hmm. i don't want to date a bad person she doesn't want to date a bad person right yeah or be with a bad person and um so i very much agree with like what what nat says um i'll I'll say one of like drinking like um 
both of our parents kind of set us up in a really good way where neither of us really um, ha have had issues with drugs and alcohol. Luckily, like both, both of us have had um, recreational kind of experiences with, with these things. So I think um, what worked with me with alcohol is my parents never really said like, you can't do this. Mm -hmm. like don't like if, if you want something just let us know like we're gonna fuck it. so i never was like raging against the machine and being like i'm stealing from them their booze or right. I'm, I'm i'm gonna like buy all this it's like i was just i very tepidly was like my friends are doing it and then i told my parents like i drank that night and they're like all right you're all right yeah okay so and maybe that also happens happens to be because i'm boy uh, and I got that kind of freedom. I wonder if my sister got similar freedoms to that because she doesn't actually drink. So I wonder. Right. But Natalie, that worked for her too. Like her parents were like, yeah, you, you can have, like you can drink, you can have three things mm -hmm. or two things, but then we're going to pick you up yeah. at night. And it's like, great. So now our daughter feels safe yeah. and she's like allowed to drink and uh, she's having fun, but also like she can come home and like yeah. feel as though we're supporting her. So I think we land around the same thing with that stuff. Um, yeah, we talked about it before we even had a baby and it's, it's again, uh, we understand like there might be differences in how, how like little boys are treated versus little girls are treated. So we have to mm -hmm. be always conscious of that too. Yeah. It sounds like you're the idea of like trust, love, safety in mind. It's all working. I, I can't, you're talking about how you're so excited to, to see Amara grow up and to be, I'm, I'm excited because I'm like, she's gonna be so cool. She's got the two coolest parents. Everything you're saying, it's like, that's the right way to do it. Just like so much trust. And so it sounds like you're raising her to be uh, a person who make like trust her, like make, yeah, just like trusting her instincts. Like you're not telling her what to do. You're being like, you, you make a decision for yourself. Like you're your own person. What yeah. do you feel is like right and what makes you feel safe and what makes you feel good. And I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Like I think, right. We're all just guessing, but I, I like, it's like what you ideally want and her mom's so strong. So it's mm -hmm. like, that'd, that'd be great. If she, like she had in, any sort of that. <laughs> oh yeah. She's going to be cool regardless already just because of the genes. Um, what do you think you have absolutely no idea how to talk about or handle? with your kid what's so you, so you said you've like yeah. already started thinking about some things and already started talking about some things of what you want but is there anything that you're like this might come up i don't even know yet how i would oh go about my it god i feel like i i feel like i'll try to talk about everything I, I think one of the obvious ones is like i don't know what it's like to be a woman so there's so much of that that like i will just have to defer to that but i'm all i've also like i also realize I don't want to put that pressure on my partner. So like mm -hmm. I have learned so much about um, the female reproductive system <laughs> and about like periods and about like um, going through like hormones and uh, what young girls uh, go through kind of like as they hit puberty. So I feel like that will be a challenge for me. But I'm so like, that's a challenge of like, I'm like getting ready for now. I'm just like trying to gear right. up for that kind of, because I don't want to be a, like, I don't think it's disgusting, obviously, because that's wild if, if I, if I would, but I'm like really excited to be present in my daughter's life for, for things that like, um, maybe not a lot of fathers are, I'm not sure. Right. I, I don't have a lot of like young fathers who aren't present for those type of things for their daughters. So mm -hmm. I, I just want to, um, I'm again, I, I don't think I'll, by any means I'll be a professional on it, but I do want to prepare myself best. So she doesn't feel like she, she's alone with, or, or mom just, ha or her mother doesn't feel pressure to be the only voice about like any sort of yeah. 
um, yeah. No, that's so true. You said, like you said, you're you're so excited to see your kid like roll over for the first time or like mm. spit up for the first time. And we don't like when our, our daughters get our, their their periods. We're it's not. I remember my mom coming into my room. This is before I got my period. I was around twelve. So right before I got it, and she just walked into the room, shut the door, was like talking at a whisper, explained how to use a pad, asked me if I understood, and then like left. The got up and walked out, and I it I forever thought it was like this and that that was it that's all I knew that what a period was and that it was going to come but then when it happened it seemed so serious like it seemed like yeah. a very serious thing because the way that it was brought up was so serious and not that yeah. it, like I get it it's it but it was a weird, and I, I think that because it's like my mom no one told like the way that no one told her that you get pregnant when she got her period she told her mom and the mom all she had said was now you have responsibilities like now you got to do this and this and this and this and that was it that was the the period talk yeah and there was no talk of period my aunt had no idea what to do her and so she just free bled for years and would not use anything and then just like wash her underwear and would get infections mm. from it to the point that she was like on an operating table because they thought she had kidney stones because she was getting so many infections from just oh wearing God. wet underwear because no one talked about a period to her like these things are so we don't even think about them sometimes. Like I get my period every month and I don't even question it, but like it's life changing and it, it, it's so important. And um, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. You're saying like, I'm not going to put it all in my partner because there's a million different uh, we, we don't, I think it's like, we don't, sometimes we just don't question things uh, of, because it doesn't even we don't even think about the way it was taught to us or raised to us. It's and and then we have an understanding of it. Um, it's like someone else could have had a completely different explanation or or went about it in a different way. And then their view of that thing, like my relationship with food, is so different from my friends just because of the way that my mom talked about food with me. Mm -hmm. And I never even thought about that until mm -hmm. I was like looking at my friend and was like, wow, she she has a completely different relationship. And then we talked about it and it was like, oh the way her parents handled food with her was so far off. And I didn't even question. It's like everything we do affects us yeah. not to put pressure on you. No, like but you're I, right. I you're, think you're doing it all the right way, but it's like this, these weird little things that we don't even question because it was just like, that's how it is for us. Right. And, and I, and I think like we're, we're going to be surprised with the things that come up that we, 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 we thought we have handled or we thought like, no, this is, I'm good at this. And then we'll just screw up. But as long as we put our best foot forward and try our best at coming at the things that we know are going to be hard and like, and trying to like, like, I don't know, approach them. And then the things that we don't know, like, like who knows how, how much your mom knew she was talking about food that way would affect mm -hmm. you. It's like, I'm going to be surprised with certain things that I don't even know I'm going to be surprised with, but it's like how I address them afterward or how I address them during and just being like cultivating an open kind of discourse with, with your, with my daughter, obviously I'm going to bring it back to myself in this case, but like with my daughter, so she doesn't feel as though it's the be all and end all. This is how it has to be. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can question things and talk about things and like, yeah, there's like the black and white isn't really like as much of a, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just resonate with what you're saying. I think. Yeah, I love that you're saying like feel what you said before with the five, the meaning of life, you said curiosity, like that's mm. truly yeah, the question like that discussion and, and uh, not at things not being black and white and just mm -hmm. uh, being able to talk about it, I think is so so important. Mm -hmm. What comedy stuff or anything in general, are you most excited to show them? Oh, whoa, what like, 
you know, of my of my own stuff or in yeah general? you know stuff that you just get super excited you're like i can't whether you know you're not hoping that they get into it's not about them being like they're gonna listen to this band and they're gonna love it it's just like i can't wait to show them this whether they like it or not who knows but you're just so stoked to be like i, I get this is a this is my kid i get to show them whatever i want and i'm really excited to, oh, to show them this. that is truly a, i don't even Roche, that is so hard. I feel like all these other questions are like almost easier to answer, but I have no idea. Wow, that's a hard question. Okay, first thing that came to mind that I was immediately like, okay, that is like um, Motown stacks um, soul R&B music. That to me is, is some of the most um, heart and soul music uh, and thing that has affected me that has like really uh, changed me. So that, and I'm talking about like between the fifties and the eighties, uh, of like black music in the States, like that to me is like what needs to be kind of like her first intro to music. And I'm not a music guy, but this to me is like, when you ask that question, it's the only thing that came to my head. I love that. Second, second. Can I ask you why, yeah. why has that changed your life? So you're just talking like, if you're like, I'm not a music person, but this was it. Do you have an idea of what it was or just touched you in a way like it just you just felt it like, it just can, it. I, I just I, I to me it's the only thing I feel like I've really connected an emotional level apart uh, um um with it's the only music I've really connected emotionally to um and I feel like I want to share that with her even if it's just sharing my experience with her mm -hmm. um I think it's important that children also get to see what made their parents like what makes them them because mm. sometimes we, we're like oh i have to like this thing because my parents do or like young kids often do that they just like something off the bat like the, their sports yeah. teams or whatever are just what their parents like but i like that it's like you don't have to like this i just want you to know that this this is part of me this changed me you'll have your own things like that and they'll be separate to mine uh and they'll mean a lot to you but this is the thing that means a lot to me and i want you to see that i want you to hear it i want you to see why i this is a reason i am the way i am i think that's way better than i could explain it that's exactly it roche and that's all the time we have. And I think last, lastly, I probably like, I just want her to see, um, it's, I it sounds so weird. I'm like, I don't care if she sees any of my stuff, like any of my online content. That's, that seems so like weird if I show her me, but like, I would love her to see everything her mom did and yeah. everything like, that's where I would start. Watch your mom be awesome. I love that. I she is. Oh, Nat, Nat is one of the most, uh, I can't, I'm not even gonna, I could talk about like, her improvising and her sketch and her just i can't i i that's what i want your daughter to see <laughs> that's what i want your daughter yeah and I, I would sit there and watch her i'd be that annoying person it's just like watching them watch it i would too i would watch her watch her mom and like yeah 100 percent. i love that any um what would you like to talk about kid wise? What's something that you haven't yet? You're like, Oh, I'm just dying to talk about this. No one, you said you're like, you do talk to other parents and it's, but like, what's something that you haven't yet or something that's starting. That's like, Ooh, this is a, a thing that anyone else, anyone else. What do you like? I don't know. Like something I want to talk about kid wise. Um, um, you know, it's so stupid. I Parent learned about the, I, I, uh, I maybe for like people who are about to give birth. Um, I love, talk um i love talking about the placenta it sounds so stupid but i i've learned so much about the placenta and all i want to do is share it because before i didn't even know i thought i knew what it was again this is what i keep finding out i always think i know what things are and then i learn about them and i go oh shit, i am wrong 
so like the constant like learning is cool so i guess what i want to share what I, what I want to talk about is just like yeah what is the placenta okay and is it I really like is it really did you eat it did you is it really as nutritious no they didn't let me eat it they like took it away what? it was bullshit they took it away they fucking took it away like fuckers they even asked me to probably eat sold it because it's so valuable so va worth its weight in gold um it's the placenta is it 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 is obviously um it spawns from the uterus once an egg is um, fertilized and the placenta is a whole different organism than the, the birthing parent's body. And it, it, so it is actually a, um, a new uh, entity in the body. So the, 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 the body fights the placenta. So the placenta, which oh. is growing the baby, is being constantly attacked by the body is why at the beginning there's a ton of uh, what's one of the reasons there's a ton of morning sickness one of the reasons why the beginning oh. of pregnancy is so challenging the placenta is actively releasing these um these uh, uh these chemicals to distract the placenta uh, distract the uterus from attacking it so it so as because the placenta sucks the blood from the uterus so it's like that's the food that's what comes that's the food the baby gets the blood from the mother so it's sucking the blood so imagine the placenta is this like oval and then one side of at one side of the uterus the uterus is constantly attacking it so the placenta uh, releases this like chemical that says i'm over here you should really you should really attack me over here mm. so all of the uterus defenses go to this one portion of the chemical that's being released and so then the other side of the placenta the other side of the oval breaks through through the uterus and gushes of blood come in and that's when the real growth spurt happens in the first trimester oh damn and then it grows so the the, the placenta is this like thing that's attacking you but it's also protecting your baby so uh then the uterus gets super big it becomes like this like part of the uterus that gets attached to it sucking your blood from your body and then you have to get obviously you have to give birth to the placenta and during birth so much of your body's attacking the placenta so that's why birth can be challenging and and oftentimes you'll have like the placenta coming after uh and uh and there's so much more about it i just feel like i shouldn't i i'm not the voice on it this is just what i've learned <laughs> that's so in no thank you that i've learned i had no idea that's so interesting because you think that your body would like evolution would just fix the problem like it would just not attack the placenta like the fact that it, your body is attacking the placenta so its solution is like it's still gonna get attacked to but it's, them all. yeah that's that's interesting that and, we just haven't our bodies just evolutionarily haven't i don't want to say figured it out because it has figured it out well in you a have, roundabout way this is how it's figured it out the uterus is the only organism in um, uh, any body any human body it's the only organism it can be completely destroyed out of shape. And once the placenta is gone, it heals itself so much so that it's like nothing ever happened to it. Whoa. There's not a scar, not a scratch. The uterus goes back to the exact shape. And that's why like historically uh, um, birthing people are able to just pump out kids because the uterus is like where sort of it's grown, right? Within it, it starts there. So it's like it, it goes right back to normal. Regenerates back. Yeah, Regenerates. Wow. Nothing so, else changes. So strong. The same. It's the only organ in anybody that does that. Damn. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Uterus, so strong. People with uteruses. You strong. kill it. 
strong. Thank you. Okay, I want to end on that because that's I like that. That's really great. Thanks so much, Christian. Would you do you have any plug anything away? You and your partners shows anything you'd like us to watch your channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let us know if Amara has a page already. Oh my God! Uh, donate to her Patreon. She's got content up the app. No. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I love how like we're talking about babies the whole time, but I'm also a comedian. Uh, I'm probably wasn't very funny, but uh, I don't care. I um I please. Uh, I have a YouTube channel with uh, my partner. It's called Christian and Nat. Subscribe on YouTube. You can follow Christian and Nat and like, and we have a bunch of videos. They're very funny. And some, um, uh, maybe you don't like, but some you might really like. And that's how comedy works, I guess. And then we also have a new channel we're starting called Pulp Comedy with a bunch of really great professionals. Uh, um, is Isabel Kanaan, Sharjul uh, Rasul, Julie Nolke, Mike Moosey, Natalie, and myself. Oh, we're starting a new YouTube channel. Please subscribe to that. Um, and um, take improv classes because improv is the best thing. Yeah, and not lying, truly Christian Nat, two of the funniest people I've ever seen, met, uh, watch your channels, very, very funny stuff. Thanks, Rose. Thanks again to Christian Smith, the Sonar Network and Bad Dog Theater, uh, Comedy Theater. Your support makes a difference and you can donate today by going to baddogtheater.com. Five Things is produced by myself, Bad Dog Theater, and we couldn't do it without our amazing tech, Sean Murray. I'm your host, Roche Dula. Have a great day. Bye.